Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for space daddies. I'm Cody. And I'm Tyler. Tyler, what did we watch? We watched Life, Cody. Life. Yeah. This was your idea. Mm-hmm. I, oh, yeah. It was your idea. Would you like to... Uh, how'd it go? Well, I'll su- I'll try to sum up the movie, Cody. It's uh, I would love to. It's a movie. It's by the astronauts, <laughs> a group of friends, a family, really, and they bring a young a young life into their home, and and you know it's it's a it's a it's a, it's a thriller, scary horror type movie, and these these six friends, these really they're a family, Cody, and they bring this young life into their home, and one by one it takes them out. You know, it just Drives wedges in their relationships, and then uh, and then murders. Yeah. I, excellent, very well done. You know, it's like, it's like most families, you know, where the children murder the parents. That's how that's how it is in my family. That's how we've always done things. Yeah. That's how you do it. All right. How else are you gonna? You know, how else are they gonna know? How else are you gonna feed? You know. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, it was my, it was my uh, virginal viewing. I did enjoy it. I liked it a good bit. I, I wanted, I'll say this, I wanted a little more from it, but I don't have too many complaints. Like, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty well done. I enjoyed the actors. And, uh, you know, it's a solid premise. And just spooky so- enough for Spooktober, you know? Yeah, it once again has delayed us doing uh, Lights Out, which is, you know, you, you've been proposing Get Out the whole time, and I've wanted to do Lights Out, but it's like, that one's a horror film. Yeah. This is a thriller, so I was like, you didn't want to do Lights Out, and I finally chickened I'm, out enough I'm to not too, make you do it. My adult diaper supply is too low to watch Lights Out this year, unfortunately. I'll, I'll uh, try to be more prepared next year, you know? I'm I am so shocked. I thought when you said like you made or like what did you say you made us do this or something when we first started this podcast just a minute ago. I thought I was like, oh, Cody hated it and he's gonna rip this movie apart. And I was like, no. What the podcast or life? Life. Life. No, I uh, look. I liked it. I'm glad I watched it. I just think it was good. But with the right changes, it could have been great. That's where I'm at. Yeah. How was it for you? I I like this movie. I need to. I feel like I need to tell you how how I came upon this movie. Okay, because I do. I do remember it coming in theaters because it was pretty heavily advertised. I don't know if I remember. Is 2017, you know. That's right, yeah. And it's, uh, so I remember seeing the trailers for it and everything and being like, oh, this is cool. And then finally, after I was, some night I watched like The Martian and then it was like, oh, you might also like, and this was on the list. So this movie was advertised from what I saw and then suggested to me alongside movies like The Martian. Mm. So that's what I went into it expecting. I expected... But it was really just Google being like, space, Mars, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I did not expect this to be a thriller. I was not prepared at all. I thought it was just like a, a science-y like adventure type movie or something. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we got to save the thing or we got to figure this thing out. I was not prepared for it to start going off the rails yeah. like it did. Oh, yeah. And it goes, like you know, it goes from zero to 60 so fast it is it's a space adventure movie and then within the span of 30 seconds all right you're in a thriller horror movie now (laughs) and it's like oh no yeah 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 it definitely see i had the benefit of knowing it was for spooktober you know it was a spooky boy film it was also like i was ready for that but i like you said you told me not to look anything into it so that's literally the only piece of information i had like i intentionally avoided the plot description and you know all that stuff so 
Sometimes it's the best way to see a movie. Yeah. And I think this one's not rated very well. Uh, and I think it that it's because of we've done another we did another movie that's famously like it is a good movie, but it was marketed so poorly. What was do you know what I'm talking about? I feel like we did it recently. Or it was a good movie, but it was just marketed as like the wrong thing. I don't know. The one I always think of for that is Blade Runner. Oh, Blade Runner. That's yeah. yeah. Blade Runner. Where I feel like it it's kind of suffers from the same effect where they're like, oh yeah, look. It's this cool space movie. And then everybody went to go see it. And they're like, that was not a cool space movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For sure. So, I also I have some fun facts. I don't know if you found fun facts. I found fun facts. So, I'm excited I, to I, get into it. Yeah, I have one or two. One or two. So, do you have any more opening thoughts? I don't think so. I think I'm ready. I'm ready to dive in. All right, Cody. Do you wanna? Did you wanna? Do you wanna plunge into this first, or did you want me to plunge in first? I defer. All right. All right. I think I think I can. Uh, I think I can go first here. Um, you know how you know how I do. I know. You know how I never pull up my. Uh, my timer the first time. Yeah. All right, here we go. You wait, Cody. Hop in, hop in my capsule here, and let's plunge in down to Spoiler Town. Ready? Yeah. All right, Cody. Here's the thing. You you don't understand. Was it was like, it was like two o'clock in the morning. I just finished watching The Martian for like the second time in the same night. That's the mood I was in. All right. I was so desperate for this kind of movie. I'd watched it twice. I was on a kick. I was watching all kinds of cool movies. And this one, I wanted space movies. And this is what I come upon. Dead, silent, night, middle of the night, live by myself, nothing else going on, right? Oh, here's a nice movie. Wrong. Okay, Cody, it's a movie based on Alien, except the guy's like, you remember all the times Fox made them pull their punches in Alien? Well, I'm not pulling any punches. All right, that's what this movie is. It's Alien without all the Fox being like, mm, tone it down. Tone it down a little bit, Ridley. Ridley, you want to you wanna kill everybody in gruesome ways. But we want kids to come to this movie. So let's dial it all back. Fun fact, this is the first R-rated movie the Sundance ever did or something. Which I, I would not have believed if you told me that. I was like, there's no way that's true. But it is true, Cody. You're a liar if you say otherwise. Cody, this, this movie... Tiffany, she watched it with me. Which I don't know if that was the right choice. Nod your head. Did you make Bailey watch this movie with you? You did not. Okay. I don't know if it's a good choice or a bad choice. She thought, she was like, is it too scary? And I was like, here's the thing. You will know it's going to be too scary before it gets there. Because, Cody, this movie, it ramps. It ramps very fast, but it's rampant. So if you're like, oh, this is getting spooky, you need to just leave the movie at that point. You need to be done with it. You need to never come back to it because it's going to get spookier. It's not really spooky. What is it, Cody? It's thrilling. It's thrilling. It's scary. The monster is coming for you. She thought he was cute. And I was like, you think that now? You think that now? Just wait till he wakes his creepy bone face or whatever. And then it's like, oh, no, his name's Calvin. No. After Calvin Coolidge, Calvin Carfield, you know, a president or something. I don't know. Is an elementary school named after a president that named a? Here's the thing. These kids, they did not pick that name all right they picked spacey mcspaceface all right that's what they picked all right and then the teachers are like well that's dumb so we're gonna give we're gonna take the most responsible third grader we're gonna stick him in front of the world and they're gonna read from our prepared statements here's the thing that's what go that's what happens you saw what they did when the Bodie mcboat face kerfuffle you know how this goes you don't don't trust people to name your thing it never works out they they get us. They got us. They put Ryan Reynolds in here. They're like, look at this beautiful man. Come see the movie for the beautiful man. And then he gets his insides eaten, Cody. He gets his insides nommed on. Why, Cody? Because he was in another movie. That's the only reason. He signed on, and he's like, I'll do it. I'll carry this movie. Get on my back. Entire movie while I'm carrying you into the into space. And then he was like, soik. I'm in another movie. We're doing that. What other movie? I don't remember, and I don't care, Cody. That's for you to care about. All right, I I haven't even been looking at my notes, Cody. I got notes. 
I don't actually have notes. Did you know, Cody, this movie, there was a theory that this was a, a prequel to Venom. It's not. That's been debunked. But holy cow, could you imagine this exact style movie that they're like, nah, it's just its own movie. And then at the end, it's like it is the it's like Venom coming to Earth. And that's what the whole thing was, was Venom killing everybody. Give me that movie. Forget this movie. I like this movie. I would give this movie up. I would erase it from existence to get that prequel of a straight up horror in on the space station where it's Venom killing everybody. That'd be cool. Did you know, Cody, this was my favorite fun fact. Ready? Look me in the eye, Cody. This movie was inspired by Alien. This movie was inspired by Alien. And I really feel like that guy really deserves some credit and should get his IMDb account deleted. Because we hate him. We don't need that guy in there anymore. This movie, I am amazed. Can you imagine being like... The cast is so crazy, right? Because it's like Ryan Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal and then others. <laughs> and then these other people are also famous. But like the lead actress was like, I don't, this seems like a lot. And she was, hey, here's what I want to tell her. I want to go back and pass, go look her in the eye and be like, it's really not. It's not a lot. You can do it. Trust me. You are, you are good enough to be in this film. Did I like her character that much? No. Did I think it was weird? Yes. Did I think she was better than the weird doctor lady with cancer in Annihilation? Yes. Do I think this is a better movie than Annihilation? Yes. Why do I draw that comparison? I don't know, Cody. This is how Annihilation should have gone is what I'm saying. Are you suggesting that... <clears throat> By the way, I'm cutting you off right there mid-sentence. Are you suggesting that at the end of Annihilation, people should have been annihilated? Uh, Yeah. Hmm... You would be wrong. <laughs> okay. No, I hear you. I hear you. Are you ready for me? Um, I'm. I am. Are you ready for my rebuttal? I am kind of ready. I'm almost right. ready. I'm almost right there with you. Gosh, Cody, I typed the wrong thing. I know. All right, I'm ready for you. you. Ready? You go now. All right. First off, how dare you take all of my fun facts? You just took them all. Second off. Skydance is the name of the people that made the movie. It's their first R-rated movie. Okay, it's not, it's not the Sundance Film Festival that shows mostly R-rated movies. All right, okay, that the movie was Hitman's Bodyguard. All right, that was the movie that Ryan Reynolds had to dip out early to shoot. I'm very upset. I'm furious. I'm disappointed. Ryan Reynolds, a favorite part of the movie, obviously, because Ryan Reynolds is the best. And so when they killed him, I was like, why did they even bring him here? Like, I literally, I wrote a note. It was like, Ryan Reynolds, uh, Ryan is dead, so let's just end the movie, please. That's what I said. I said it, and I wrote it, and then I said it, okay? Look, it's a good premise, okay? How do, how did they shoot zero gravity scenes? How did they do it? How did they do it? When, th when stuff's floating around, when they're floating around, how do they even do that? Movie magic. I do want to know. I'm curious. I feel like I should know. I've seen enough space movies that I should have known at this point. I'm a little upset. As soon as I saw the rat. I saw the rat on the shuttle, on the space shuttle, tied up, and I was like, well, and they're all boned, and they're all going to die. You know? You just know it. You've seen it, and you're like, look. You're going to collect a microorganism? Sure. Whatever. That's dangerous enough. You got other live animals in there? Well, I know what's going to happen. It's going to fuse with the animal. It's going to eat the animal for fuel. It's Something is going to go wrong with the animal. That's on you. It's like they haven't even seen Ad Astra, which came out three years after this movie. That's on them, okay? That's on them for not having seen Ad Astra three years after before this movie came out, okay? Director's Swedish. He's a Swedish man, all right? That's what you don't understand. That's why you like this movie. He's your dirty, dirty Swede. Yeah, I said it. You and your, this guy and the Swedish chef, all three of you, mm, dirty Swedes, I see you, all right? Re they made a reference to Reanimator, I know, I was very confused. It's an H.P. Lovecraft book that was also made into a movie in like the 70s or 80s. So, whatever, I don't care, I forget the school contest for naming. I'll, look, I told the story, I've told the story on this podcast to name our school's piano, and we all voted Kaiba from Yu-Gi-Oh, and they vetoed it. They all vetoed it. They said, nope, I know that 30 kids voted for that and nothing else even got five votes, but we're naming it Duke after Duke Gallatin. It's like, you guys are cowards. Everyone, they're all cowards. You can't say, hey, 
I'm going to believe in the good of society and name this thing. And then when it doesn't go your way, then you just for, then you just take the rights back to be able to name You already gave up the rights. That is, you lost your honor, sir. <laughs> when you told me that I can name the piano whatever I wanted and me and all my friends voted for Kaiba and you said we could, it's the same thing. You're right. Calvin Coolidge, what does he ever do good for anybody? His hair, you see his haircut? I'll slick back and grease down. It's too much. All right, it's a bad haircut. Calvin Coolidge, get it together. You don't deserve elementary schools to be named after you. All right, pre-K at best. Pre-K at best. Under bed. I don't know what any of this means. All right, I don't know what that means either. Who wrote these notes? What kind of idiot wrote these things that don't mean anything? This is just ridiculous. Oh, man. Here's oh here's what this movie is, all right? You're saying it's a prequel to Venom. It's like, oh, no, that's not true. You're saying, oh, it's a, it's a sort of loosely based on Alien, like what should have happened or what, you know. And that's not true. It, the, with the, the premise of this movie, here's what hap- would happen if, if the octopus went to war with us. If octopuses as a whole decided... I'm sick of these dudes. They're destroying the environment. I'm going to murder all of them. We last weeks, okay? Not even months. The octopuses would mobilize. They would destroy us. We'd all have to move inland. We have to move as far away from water as we could. And you know what? Even then, I would give us months, okay? If we can manage to get away from the seas and the oceans, I still think the octopuses have us in less than a calendar year. That's what I'm saying. And that's what this movie was. Yeah, octopus death. Death by octopus, all right? I'm my octopus teacher. Y'all seen that documentary or movie or documentary? No, of course you didn't. No one watches the Oscar nominations for documentaries because they do a bad job picking the right one. I always pick the wrong one. And I say that based off the one time I did watch all the documentaries and they didn't pick the one I wanted, okay? That's why I say it. Nope. All right, I'm going to have to oh. cut you off there, Cody. I was on a roll. Uh, mid-sentence, cut you off. I've been, I did look up an article to try to f- answer your question of how they did it. So Google was wrong and dumb and jumped me to the wrong section. Of course but, it did. Um, they, just, they used wires, and apparently everybody's like, yeah, those effects look bad and dumb. And to those people, I'm like, you... Just go, 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 go over there. You know, mm-hmm. I don't need those people because that here's their defense, right? They're like, oh, it's not even as good as Apollo 18. Shut up, all right. If you're saying a movie's not as good as Apollo 18, you know the cheesy B movie horror film that came out over five years before this one, then you're on the wrong side of this argument. All right, you're on the wrong side yeah. of it. You just are. All right. So, but yeah, it was a. I guess it was like wire harness sets and stuff, and a lot of training. But yeah. what they, what what Google tried to give me was how like gravity and Apollo 13 were filmed, and I'm like, I don't need to know that. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to I... know how this one was filmed. Did you? I think that I send you that video of the astronaut that so he's yeah. back on it's an astronaut he's back yeah. on Earth and he he's like holding a water bottle up and he he lets go of it expecting it to stay there because he's used to being in space yeah <laughs> so he, like, he keeps dropping stuff and he has a pen and he sets the pen down just in midair and then it falls and then he goes to grab the pen he's like wait where'd it go he's like oh dang it's on the ground like he drops two things within fifteen <laughs> seconds <laughs> I do love so like, good. the interview where they're like. There's, it's, you know, because they always do like some interview with people with the astronauts when they come back. And it seems like every single one of them was the biggest thing getting back used to. And they're like, stuff falling. <laughs> they're like, I drop yeah. stuff all the time. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to set that. Oh, it's gone. Yeah. There it goes. Oh, yeah. That's a big, it's hard. I, here's something interesting. I had an interview with, it was one of the people that did like early Apollo missions. I can't remember which one it was. I don't know if it was Buzz Aldrin, but it was one of those dudes who was a yeah. big deal and did some of those pioneering missions. Anyway, he talks to him, he's like, oh, what was it like to walk in the moon? What was it like to be in space? He's like, it's cool for like 
the first minute or two and then it's like boring <laughs> like yeah, it's really interesting to hear the interview because you know like they always want the astronauts to be like oh it's amazing it's so cool and they even have that in this movie right because jake gyllenhaal's character is like i'd rather be up here than down there with everyone and you know talking about how much he loves it up in space I'm like nah people get bored you know i just i thought it was well, interesting that one guy who was like yeah no we're all bored up there <laughs> it's just like it's not that cool it's yeah cool for like a second and then it's just normal which I feel like the ISS would be like a different ball game to what they, to some extent. Because yeah, like I think it was like, oh yeah, I know. Gosh, I had it for a second and then it was gone. The guy who's always like, like you said, one of the original Apollo astronauts, he's like, yeah, no, the moon's boring. Fun fact: there's nothing on the moon. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was his attitude. But now it's like the ISS. Like you're a scientist. Being a scientist of your field on the ISS, like that's that's got to be the peak, right? Like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. like you're like, oh, I'm a, I don't know, a, a biologist, a rat biologist. I'm studying rats in space. It's like, well, you've peaked. Yeah, you know, that's about that's as much as you can get. That's mm-hmm. the top of that field. Oh yeah. The funnier thing I always think is like when they show the ISS and it's like all gleaming and there's all these giant control consoles and everything and all this stuff. And then you see pictures of the real ISS or like interviews where they'll critique movies with the ISS in them. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, I know the panel you'd have to get to to like see the life support. It's like behind a shelf that has like the ketchup on it and you have to like reach (laughs) around and pull it out on this like arm that's made out of duct tape that some astronaut 30 years ago put in there or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a, it's like held together with staples or something. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, they're like, yeah, no, it's not clean or gleaming or cool looking. It's cramped and dirty, Super and it doesn't functional. smell good. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, it's like submarine movies where you're like, wow, look at the big old submarine. But submarines, you realize, like, no, you're in like a four foot tube. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's teeny tiny. You're cramped in there. It's just a bunch of like unlabeled switches and knobs yeah <laughs> that's like i've been on like museums that have like airplanes you can go into like old airplanes you're like mm. oh these are not there's an overwhelming amount of switches and levers and i have no idea what any of them do because there's no labels on anything yeah like did you you know like the like in was it the b2s where it's super super cramped like they have to like crawl to get to the bomb base because wow. it's so thin and they're like, because <laughs> I, I knew a guy who was like seven feet tall. And I was like, I thought he was a pilot because he was in the Air Force. And he's like, I am way too tall to be a pilot in any military plane. Mm-hmm. It's like jockeys. He's like, I can't even fit in there. Oh, yeah. Um, well, yeah. I was going to say, here's the thing. Yes. This movie, like you said. It doesn't take long for it to take off, right? They capture the life organism, they start studying it, and then it doesn't take long for it to, you know, start waking up and growing, you know? Becomes a, a big boy, interacting, floating, floating about. And here's the thing. Tell me the thing. Give it to me, Daddy. The rubber gloves. Okay, Rebecca Ferguson, her job... She's the safety dude, safety lady, safety human. And so she's supposed to have firewalls and fail safes and, you know, have plans. A, B, C, all the plans, okay? Now they got the box. They have a little quarantined area. Whose idea was it to have it just be like rubber gloves there? You know what I'm saying? Like, there should have been something around. Like, you should have to step into something else. I don't know. It just seemed like the rubber gloves were a clear red flag, you know, like yeah. granted they weren't just like restaurant quality gloves or hospital, you know, it was big, thick. Yeah. I mean, still. they're like the gloves you would use when you're like, a what is it called? A pathologist, a virologist studying something like, mm-hmm. cause I, th- that's the thing is like in the context of they're expecting like a contagion, to be there, you know? Yeah. Like it's a bacterial infection or something. Like that's their risk. That's their worry. 
which what they had there was more than sufficient, although there would be some kind of airlock, which you think they're on a spaceship. They could just put a capsule on the outside of an airlock and they have, oh, an airlock. Yeah, yeah. That would be able to handle this. Here's my question, Cody. Did she lie on her resume and just kind of bumbled her way to get there? And then she's like, oh, shoot. I don't know how to do this. And then she's like, I don't know, gloves and a door. And then if that fails, push us out into space. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, because I'm always like, here's the thing. Like, if I'm if I'm designing this system, if they're because it seems like they built a capsule to add to the space station for this. They built like a quarantine capsule, which the thing mm-hmm. that they because then but then later they talked about how they're like the ISS is not built for quarantine. The ISS is exclusively built for quarantining people and things. Because it is an actual concern. When they when you come back from space, you don't come back, get off the rocket, go see your family. You come back, get off the rocket, live in a shack for like two weeks, being aggressively monitored by doctors. And then once they're fi- fairly confident you have not brought back some kind of super space virus, then you can see everybody. Mm-hmm. But so I'm like, the idea that they were not that the ISS is not equipped to handle this already is crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, in their defense, in their defense, you know, you're not expecting, you capture a tiny little organism, you're like, oh, what what is this? I got a little Petri dish. I got an amoeba in here maybe at best, you know? No one was expecting anything to grow except that they did like feed it nutrients that they're like, let's just see how big we can get this thing, you know? Which seemed a little bit reckless. I mean, I guess that, right. That's the place to study it is out in space where, yeah, can't hurt nobody. Um, I'm just saying, like, right? They weren't expecting. It's like, no, we got this thing, and now it's oh look, it's two feet big now, and uh, it can murder everything. Yeah. Also, <clears throat> I get it, but still, don't don't put your clean room like when you're like, oh yeah, we added this section on here or something. Don't like be like, well, we've we built we've cordoned off. A, a hallway in the center of the ship that's our clean room and it's like no no you put a capsule with explosive bolts on it that way uh oh Rudy's dead alright hit the button poof, it's in space now it goes off into space once it drifts out there you know what just tuck a little nuke under there just tuck a little nuke under the chair once it drifts out there enough hit the button nuke it alright no that's not gonna everybody's gonna be like what's that weird flash and everybody's gonna be like I don't know, some kind of star doing something that's weird, right? Nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to know, Cody. I feel like this was an easily fixable problem that they were not ready for, but that's the whole thing with horror movies, right? Yeah. I mean, you're right. I, I think, okay, my big critique of this movie, it is what Quentin Tarantino would call a situation movie. It's a movie where it's about a situation happening. Situation is there is an alien, a hostile alien life form on the, a space station. That is situation. The problem with that movie is that there's not, and it's a similar problem with all horror movies and a lot of thriller movies. You don't always get the story or the character development that makes like a really well-rounded movie. So that was my big problem with this movie. My main critique is just okay. They introduce the astronauts, see who they are and stuff. But I don't feel like there was any character development. It was just like, all right, now we're going to fix the situation. And at the end, they didn't. They did a bad job. Bad job, astronauts. You failed. I just wish there was a little bit more of a story happening or a little bit more of like a maybe some drama between the people. You know, sometimes that happens in movies like this where they're like, oh, these people are in love. And so person has to pick between doing the right thing and saving the person you love. You know, like there, there was never like anything like that that happened. There was no development of character or story, you know? So that was my main critique. Otherwise, it was enjoyable. It was pretty good. It was spooky. Had the thrills. Yeah, I definitely what are, think... what are your thoughts on that as far as like the plot and the characters and all that? Is that a, something you can fault the movie for? Is it is it doing what it needs to do? I think as a modern day horror movie, it is is doing what it needs to do. I think if it, you know, like, because it's obviously, 
an attempt to recapture, like, I'm sure Skydance, sorry, was hoping <laughs> this would be like a redo, like this would be the same energy as Alien Head and have that same success and be beloved for decades. That's what they were hoping for when they went into this movie. Yeah. But I feel like it suffers from being just Alien remade with, you know, mid to early 2000s, 2010s. What is it? The, the teens, the 10s, whatever. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, like with that mentality, which is, you know, Nobody cares about these characters. They're going to die anyway. Jump right into it. Whereas Alien, mm -hmm. it's like, how, what is it? Something like 17 minutes of screen time that the Alien gets in a two-hour movie? Yeah. In in Alien, because they're like, this is just a dude in a rubber costume. And we got to just not show him as often as possible. Yeah, <laughs> so it yeah. was a lot of like seeing, because they even did like, you. I mean, it was so obvious. Like they even did, they did the blip. But on the in Alien, where most of the time they're referring to the alien, it's just a blip, like on a motion sensor or something, mm -hmm. you know. And the the tension is like, like you said, with the interpersonal drama and what, and like, oh, the idea that if these people all work together, they could get out of this, but they're not necessarily working together. Mm -hmm. Whereas these people were all working together. But it almost feels like part of me wonders if maybe like the original script was either all the way more modern before like horror movies got good again, I guess, you know, mm -hmm. where it was just like, now nah, these people are all blank slates. They're all just, you know, good soldiers doing the best they can working together and they just get got by this alien. Or if it was all the way like, no, nah, we're basically just remaking Alien. Because there was some scenes where it looked like they had at least at one point in one draft of the script. A lot of that stuff where like just some dialogue between, was it Jake Gyllenhaal's character and uh, the doc and the captain or something? Was that who it was? Were they, sounded, were they the ones that sounded like maybe they had something going on? Maybe between him and the doctor. Something about something romantic happening, but then it didn't pay off at all. It was like, yeah, like it was, it existed, and then it got cut from the script. Because they try to give everyone their thing, right? Like Jake Gyllenhaal is like, I doesn't like Earth, and he's about to set the record for longest time in space. Yeah, which you can't and just then, say, I don't want to come back and right, stay right. there. They're like, no, yeah, you're dying. And then the biologist guy is like, oh, he's um, paraplegic, and. Yeah, you know, he's like, oh, I, you know, what it feel like coming out here? He's like, oh, it's like having wings, you know. It's like flying around the space station. I mean, they they do things that you know, and like the the is it the Japanese doc, the Japanese guy, mm -hmm. he has like a child born, you know. Yeah, that back on Earth, he has like video conference for the birth, and so they do things to like show who the characters are. Yeah, but I feel like it's just kind of like, hey, we introduce everybody. Yeah. yeah, which, I mean, it could have, it did, and like, there was, like, that one moment, you know, you're talking about the, oh, do the right thing versus the more selfish thing, which it felt like they wanted to do, or they were going to do, or maybe somebody wanted to do it with the, the Japanese doctor, because, you know, he's like, oh, I'm getting back to my daughter, but then they're like, oh, no, he would stop, but he can't hear us, because he doesn't have his calm in, you know? Yeah. And, that, and then the idea like... that this thing kept cutting the calms, I was like, stop this thing is yeah, not cutting yeah. the calms and then they're like oh right. it, it drank the coolant okay the yeah the comms thing wasn't super consistent and then yeah the big first thing is when the biologist first like which is a, i mean it's a cool scene when the when calvin first grabs his hand and like and like a vice grip you know starts yeah. crushing his hand through the glove and they're like oh what are we gonna do and like you know, at one point they're like, we gotta, we can't open it up. That thing's out, you know, basically. And especially once Calvin breaks through the glove and is floating around, it's like, okay, yeah, no, that dude's dead. Sorry. But they still do open up the door and then he ends up switching place with Ryan Reynolds. It's like, well, that should never have happened in the first place. Like, well, if they were following protocol. That just right? happened to get Ryan Reynolds out. I think that was the only reason. Right, right. But it's one of those things like, you guys didn't follow your protocol. Yeah. They should have then he would have been stuck in his 
would have been stuck in the pod he was supposed to be stuck in. Yeah. And the only way he got out is because the fire alarm, right? It had like, it sprayed in the aerosol fire repellent stuff. And that's the vent he got out of, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's one of those things you're like, like, to your point, Rebecca Ferguson, you didn't do your job yeah. as the safety officer. Like, that was your, your job was, this is your fail safe and you just broke your protocol. So anyway, I'm glad she got hurled into the deep of space. <laughs> she did. She got hooked. Which I will say, I the twist ending was cool. Which I loved that as like the final twist. I real as soon as um as soon as the ship I didn't you may have seen it coming. I don't know if you did the first time you saw the movie. But it wasn't till right before they got to the door, but like when the ship lands and there's like a fishing boat there, I was like Oh no, it's Jake Gyllenhaal's ship. That's yeah. the one that's there, you know? That's when I started. I was like, the whole time I was like, don't let it, just let it be the chick, just let it be the doctor, let it be doctor, whatever, let, you know, let it be fine, let it be fine. And then they look in there and he's like, no, 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 you know, like all yeah. encompassed by this alien. Yeah. Which, so I did see in the fun facts that the reason they went with that ending was that was what the original ending to alien was supposed to be until mm-hmm. fox changed it yeah where fox was like or they were gonna really scott wanted it to be like no the alien alien made it to earth or so, what you know like the alien did mm-hmm. it and fox was yeah. like no we need a happy ending you know yeah for sure i mean love the ending great twist here's what i didn't like it ends goes to credits and then it's like I knew you were gonna hate the song. Norman Greenbaum's "Spirit in the Sky." Yeah, everyone's favorite space Semitic criticism of uh, Christianity. Oh, everyone loves. Everyone knows yeah. that's what the song is, and that's yeah. And then as soon as it ends, it goes back to thriller, spooky music. I'm like, yeah. dude, it should have been that spooky music the <laughs> whole time. You just had a spooky twist thriller ending, and you're just gonna throw up like. A Vietnam era war song, whatever. What yeah. is that? I don't know. Part of me does like the when a horror movie ends and it's really upbeat music. Because I feel like you're sitting there like in stunned silence at like the horror end of this movie. And then it's like, you know, it's, it, I don't know. It, I, I feel like it, if it's done well. I feel like, like I'm fine with it being done well. It can't it was great snap back in... to horror movie. Well, that's the thing. It was great in Get Out, but that also kind of matched the vibe of Get Out because it had kind of a happier ending. It was fine in... uh, It was really good in Hereditary. I thought Hereditary did a great job of it because it's like a creepy ending, but it's creepy that it's playing this like upbeat, old-timey song. Yeah. Like it works in a good way. This one, it does not match, you know? Yeah. No, I agree. I wanted I, to revel in the spookiness. I, I knew you were gonna. I knew that was gonna bother you because I knew I was like, not only is it that it goes to the upbeat song, but then it only does it for one song. And I'm like, you either have to commit that the credits are happy, or do spooky music the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like you can't do one and then go to the other after one song. Can't have it both ways. Yeah, yeah. Uh... I don't, this is either a line or something. I think it might have been something I was thinking. Secrets don't make friends. Here's the thing. The biologist guy. I couldn't tell. Did he know that the guy was hitching a ride on him or not? Okay, so that's... Calvin was hitching a ride on him because I have things, you have things to say. I have things to say. You have things to say. Well, my thing was you see it like pass by behind him and you think, oh, did he notice or did he not notice? Then next we know later on, he like apologizes or something and then it's on his leg. Yeah. What's your take on that? My take was I feel like it's like kind of like with the the weird <clears throat> love tension that between random characters where it's like this isn't going anywhere and it's not doing anything. Why is it here? And I'm like it might be left over from a, a one version of the script or not. And I imagine that might be 
kind of left over or some of the dialogues or something or that plot point where he's trying he like he doesn't want calvin to die mm. so like he's like underhandedly kind of thwarting plans to kill calvin because he's like weirdly attached to him or something his space daddy to calvin yeah which i think would have made the movie infinitely more interesting if like it had been not necessarily that calvin was like indestructible but like they're like, you're the one that knows how to kill this thing. How do we kill it? And he's like giving them wrong information or like making it impossible to kill Calvin. And that's the reason that Calvin been, survives. Yeah, that would have been more interesting. You're right. Because I do kind of not like the idea of like, I think the best thing to happen to the Aliens franchise or to the Alien franchise was Aliens. And, and Jim, you know, Jim, he's our buddy. Yeah. Jim mm-hmm. being like, no, no, these guys are soldiers and they're equipped. The only th- way they're going to get taken down is if there's a horde of aliens. So he was like, no, no, if they've got guns and a good defensible position, they can waste these things all mm-hmm. day, every day. But eventually they're going to be like, they're like locusts. They're going to swarm them because it made mm-hmm. the aliens in every subsequent movie. It's like, if you have a weapon or somebody that's like trained to deal with these things, you can deal with an alien. Mm-hmm. It's only like if it's just you and like a flamethrower, that's when you have a risk. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. I mean, even in Alien Three, it's like, oh, these are ex-convicts; they're not equipped to yeah deal with the bunch. You know, it's like it's like they purposefully don't. They can have try weapons. to use the environment around them to deal with it, but they don't. They don't just have like an arsenal. Yeah, we don't really need to talk about any of the other Alien movies. You know, they're all bad. No, no, let's keep going through the list. <laughs> That's, when's Alien Resurrection? What's the one with the half-human, half-alien? That's what I was just thinking. Is that Resurrection? That's, just, that's four, right? Which is... I thought that was the last one before, like, Prometheus and all that. Yeah, because there's four, then there's Prometheus, then there's Covenant. Okay, so there's four. So I think you're right, yeah. Gosh, so anyway, that is yeah, I don't know. Terrible movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was some dialogue that worked pretty well. There was some that didn't. Like, is it Rebecca Ferguson that gives a speech? She's like, or is it the other? It's one of them. Someone says it. And they're like, I know it's not rational, but I hate it. And it's like, no, I think it's pretty rational <laughs> to hate the alien creature that has eaten three of your friends. Like, yeah. super rational reaction. Yeah, it's Rebecca Ferguson. Like the most rational the reaction. End, yeah. She's like, I know it's not rational. I'm like, no, it is. It is because the thing is killing your people. Yeah. So your lizard brain is saying, I hate that thing. I need to kill it. That's it. The logic checks out to me. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think the only reason I was in there, right, was because at the very beginning, um, I can't remember, I cannot remember the doctor's name, but like the uh, the biologist doctor who says he's like, Calvin doesn't hate us. He has to oh. kill us. Hold on. Yeah, I have a note about that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know Calvin doesn't hate you. I know, right? That's you like... don't. You have no idea how he feels about you. And he does break your hand and then kill you later. So yeah. I hear what he's saying. Also, he doesn't know. You can't just say he doesn't hate you. He very well could. Yeah. He doesn't. He also Calvin. He 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 used one hundred percent of that rat, and then mm. he just ate Ryan Reynolds' spleen or something. What? Look, look, okay, look. Calvin and I share one thing in common: it's that we're foodies. If something doesn't taste good, I'm not going to eat it. Like I'm not in the mood for it. I'm not just going to eat it to eat it. Okay. That's what I respect about Calvin, all right? he Maybe he wasn't too hungry yet. Maybe he's still digesting things. He didn't want to feel bloated. Look, if you got six astronauts that all have, you know, higher education trainings and, you know, all this stuff, you need to pace yourself, all right? You can't just go eating all of everybody all the time. You know how long it takes to process bones? Not everyone's equipped and ready to process right. a, a grown man's femur, all right? So what I'm saying is, he paced himself. It's like you go to the buffet. You can't just go hard the whole time. You gotta look, you gotta you gotta get a heavy plate, a light plate, 
plate with some fruit on it. You got to take a short break. You got to get back into the protein. You, you got to cycle through it all, okay? I get it. I understand him. Not like you. When Calvin comes to Earth, he will have mercy on me. Because he doesn't hate us. Yeah. I liked that in the beginning where you said, where you compared it to an octopus, because I'd forgotten how much, yeah, like when you really think about it, like they obviously designed how he moves out off of an octopus. Especially in the early. Yeah. Early to mid stage, like, oh, it's like a starfish, like an octopus. It's like that whole thing. And it gets like a snake head, but it's, it is very octopusy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out James Bond. Um, yeah. I liked it. I think as a whole, Calvin looked great. There were a few shots where he didn't look quite as good as others, but as, he looked good. I thought they did a, a pretty good job on him. Yeah, I I felt like they kept it sim- like simple in that like they really just did what James like James Cameron does in in his movies whenever he they're like make an animal where he's like, all right, show me something creepy in the ocean. That's the animal. Put it yeah. on the land. Done. Uh, you know. Yeah. Because that's really what it, like. There's definitely something in the ocean that looks exactly like Calvin does. Mm-hmm. All yeah, they're like sure. they're like, take a squid. Now put like bones on its face, and it's like got it, nailed it. Knocked it out of the park with this one, boys. High fives all around. <laughs> you know? Yeah. How oh, plan... I'm, I'm out here roasting people, all right? In my notes. Plan B. They had plan B. Plan B for basic. <laughs> Am I right? I got him. I know I just wrote it down in a notebook, but I got him. What was plan B? Is that the... Is that chucking him into you know, space? You know, she's like, oh, plan, plan A is the, you know... The little container, plan B, is the uh, whatever area, the little quarantine pod area, and plan C is shove us out into deep space or whatever. Yeah. Can we t- uh, also talk about how the Japanese scientist just opened the Soyuz caps- capsule, sicked a monster alien on these guys, and then bailed? Like, did he? Well,. My question is, did he open the capsule or were they coming in? Like what? Well, because their plan, like she said, was they docked and then they were just going to push. And then uh, you would assume then detach and go back to Earth. Mm -hmm. So because he opened his side of the airlock and saw that their capsule was still closed. That's why he had to get the crank thing to open theirs. Mm. And so he just opened it and then killed these two guys. Yeah, I and mean, dipped. I get it. He did. Yeah, the comms thing was annoying because he does. At one point, he's like, "Oh, my thing's not working. I'm going to take off my comm thing." And you're like, "Okay, but it's working for the other people now. So is it working for you now too?" Or but he threw it. He threw it. He took it off and then went. Ugh. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what these astronauts are doing. All right. Do you want to play our? Hey, we haven't played this game in a while. <clears throat> Would you like to play the notes game where I? Read you some notes and you try to tell me what they mean. Yes, absolutely. Right, I, think I've got, I think I've got three for you here, and then uh, yeah, you you gave away a lot of my fun facts, but I got one or two. All right, number one: under battled nation. Ah, underbathed nation. I figured out myself. Ryan Reynolds was a gem. He was delightful. Oh yeah. And then forty minutes in the movie, they left him like. Yeah, you guys didn't set up any other like likable characters, you know, like or like comedic characters, and so the movie didn't have, you know, it lacked the Reynolds charm for me. Yeah, he had his zingers. I liked it. Yeah, I definitely think because that that makes that movie so much scarier when there's the comedic relief, you know, someone mm-hmm. who's serious it, but they will try to make a that, joke. That back and forth it gives you that balance. Yeah, and the fact lulls you into safety, and then it scares you again. Yeah. And just like the fact that they, he was like, oh yeah, no, I need to go film this other movie, so I'm out. And they were like, well, I guess you're going to die early so in the movie. My question is, what character was he supposed to be? Or was it just going to be his character would have lasted longer through the movie? That's got to be it, because that's the thing. I can't imagine. The only other thing I can think of is that like, the uh, the biologist guy was going to die in, the, right. in there. 
and Calvin was going to get out some other way or just like pry something open. Cause I was like, he's going to get out. Like you don't have, like in reality, each capsule of the space station can be like sealed and nothing's getting through because air molecules can't get through. And they're pushing with a quite a bit of force to try to get out. Yeah. Also, asteroids can't get in. And they're pushing with a ton of force. So you'd imagine the alien's not getting out. So it's got to get out some stupid way anyway. So. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next note. Good idea for a shuttle. Oh. What does that mean? What was the context there? Good idea for Good a shuttle. Idea for a shuttle. Shuttle. There's an idea for a shuttle. There were no shuttles. Was it the because they were pushing them with the Soyuz capsule? Was that your idea for a shuttle? They just pushed the entire space station to Mars. And now, boom, space Mars, space station at Mars. I don't know. We'll never know. Strike on that one, I guess. Good idea for one. a shuttle. Yes, give me the last one. Uh, I'll have to give you a few on this because I don't know what a wimpy ship, bro. Hmm, ship, bro. Wimpy Wim. ship, bro. Like a W or an H, maybe. Wrong shit, bro. Got it. Wrong shit, bro. Yeah. Okay. Alright, that's all. Okay. okay. Couple notes. Couple things. Number one. Uh the the people that wrote this also wrote Deadpool and Zombieland. Okay, I didn't I dug into the director, not the writers. I was hoping you had done the writers. So Yeah, the writers wrote Deadpool and Zombieland together. So interesting that their other movies are genre films, but uh, very parody-y, but this one's much more serious, you know? So just thought it was interesting that this was in their repertoire. And the only oh other gosh. thing I have that you didn't say, what? I have the best pitch ever for you. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Call up Ryan Reynolds, because we need his, whatever his studio is. We need that. We need Maximum Effort Productions or something. Yeah. Isn't that what it's uh-huh. called? We need them on board, because that's the only way this is getting made, Cody. We take the Venom, right? We take that idea, the Venom prequel. So it's Venom. Venom is the alien organism that they find, bring onto the ship and everything. Yeah. But Venom, is he's a bad guy that wants to eat people, right? That's the, that's the thing. Yeah. But he also, he can be a good guy at times. And like, you know, cracking wise, that's what I want. I want Ryan Reynolds to be there, be the main character of a Venom prequel where it's Venom taking over the space station, killing people like a horror movie monster. But he's the regular, you know, wisecracking Venom yeah. from the Venom movies. Uh-huh. So everyone dies at the end and he wins. It could even be like, it could be like a bigger ship, you know, so like a lot of people. So it'd be kind of like Among Us, right? Where it's like, hey, where did Steve go? It's like, I don't know. <laughs> Where did Steve go? Yeah. I like it. I'm into it. And then you, you, cause you could have people like, you could make like jokes where people, someone's wearing a red shirt and then it turns away and they're like, what was that? And then they turn back and now he's wearing a black shirt and be like, yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Cause it's always like a black suit that Venom takes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know where the alien is. That's weird. You know what we should do? We should go back to earth. <laughs> yeah. We should all just pile in, you know, that would be amazing because you could make it genuinely scary and like moments of pure horror, like when he's killing people and then just have like parody moments where it is like zombie land where it's no, it's a zombie movie and the zombies are a threat, but also they're not really a threat, you know? I like it. I think it would work. I think it would too. (laughs) I think it would work really well. My only other thing. Because you took them all. Um, this director is has Morbius coming out next year. 
Oh, yeah. It's the Jared Leto. Uh, it's like a vampire or something. I don't know. Is it a comic book movie? I couldn't tell. It is a comic book movie. Gotcha. It is, yeah. So uh, we'll see. We will see. Uh, the movie, 67 tomato meter and 54 audience score. I thought the audience score might have been a little higher. I thought it deserved a little more credit. I would give this one like a like a B minus, maybe. Yeah. Like I said, I think it, it suffers from what Blade Runner suffers from, which is, I think it was marketed poorly because blade runner while being better reviewed Mm -hmm. is like he's got the 88 and then an 81 some like it is like audiences liked it less than critics because so many people went to go see it being like oh yeah let's go see a sci-fi action movie and then they're like well this is like a noir movie (laughs) there's no action at all so um, I mean, the production quality of those two movies is vastly different as well. Mm-hmm. But I, I just, I remember watching this movie and thinking it was like a wholesome space movie. Yeah. I did not see the twist yeah. of. Really, it's like it's like Alien Isolation, you know. Yeah. Something like that. Like, no, it's just there to give you spooks and chills. Oh, it, and you, Cody, did you get spooked? Did you get chilled? I did, yeah. I I like this one for a spooky movie because I feel like if you bust this out, like if you're watching spooky movies with your friends, you know, as you do, and you suggest, friends, yeah, and you suggest this one, right? I mean, there's gonna be, there's always that guy that hates it, right? You don't need that guy in your life. Don't even invite him. That's true. Oh yeah. But it's one that like people who are like, oh, I'm a weenie. You know, I don't want to watch the horror movies. That I feel like you can watch it and like horror movies or not like horror movies, and it's still gonna be fine. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not gonna keep you up at night, probably. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. People also got kept up at night by Alien, so it's uh, it's hard to judge that that part of it. Do you want to hazard a guess? I don't know if you saw it or not. Um, at... I think I saw the box office. I don't. I think I saw the budget. Oh, what did you see for the box office? It wasn't big. Well, maybe I don't even know if I saw it. Was it? It was smaller. It was like thirty million or something. That was for that's for U.S. and Canada. Oh, okay, yeah. Then that's all I saw. So worldwide, would it be like an 80? 80, 80? So it made a hundred million worldwide. Is the budget like what? Thirty-five. 58 million 58, estimated right. 58 so not million like a, not like a rousing success no but i think it i think it, it i mean percentage wise profit margin wise did better than uh blade runner so yeah that sounds bad. i mean you can only you know, yeah you can only, only spend so much money into a movie that does not have mass appeal yeah, before you start losing money. Are you trying to tell me that if I dumped a quarter of a billion dollars into my Venom prequel, it might not make its money back? How dare you, sir? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to throw out a limb on this. I'm, here's what I'm going to do. If I asked Denis Villeneuve to make me a Venom prequel with my plot, and I gave him a quarter of a billion dollars, it would do better than Blade Runner 2049. <laughs> <laughs> uh Sadly, I think you are right about that. Oh, man. Speaking That's of, really... Speaking of oh. Denis, we got Dune coming up, Cody. Tell me oh. tell me hype levels for Dune. Look, here, I'm nervous. I'm nervous because I'm seeing it on the Monday after it comes out. And uh, you know what that means. I got to avoid spoilers for a whole weekend. I got to avoid people telling me what they think. I got to avoid articles. Um, but I'm excited. I'm very excited. I'm nerve. I'm excited, but nervous. Here's the thing. What about you? I'll spoil it for you right now, Cody. Ready? No. Dunes. Ah. They're, they're sand I, dunes. Did I tell you about the article I saw? No. What what oh article gosh. did you see? Here's the article. I, the one article. I, uh, I didn't read the article, but I read the headline, and I almost swore out loud. <laughs> Oh, I think it's Vox too. Vox.com. Oh, to the I worst. I keep getting headlines or like they pop in my news feed and I'm like, you sound so pretentious and I hate you. And I don't, I'm 
think the opposite of all your opinions. Anyway, yeah. here's 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 what it was. Dune should have been less Dune-y. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to murder you. I hate you so much for writing that article. And I'm not going to dignify it by clicking on it and reading your thoughts and opinions. Screw you, dude. <laughs> I've seen... There was too much Harry Potter in my Harry Potter. I don't think there should have been Hobbits in Lord of the Rings. Like, I hate you so much. Yeah. I mean, those sound like Vox articles right there, you know? That's what I'm saying. Gosh, so, yeah. I was so mad. I, they might be the reason why I was nervous about it because, like, I, they're such a they're so they're so fickle, you know. Mm-hmm. Because they uh, all these books, right? I mean, I, I mean, not books. All these articles, sites, they're all out here being like, "Dune's not good," and then Dune, and then it came out for like critics to see it, go see it, right? And like mm-hmm. the New York Times and what's that one guy? Was Ebert? his website you know and like all the like mm-hmm. top tier journal like movie reviewers and stuff are like mm-hmm. it's great and now all these same sites that were like it's not good before like oh it's is the box office hit of the century and it's like yeah. shut up screen rant you just wrote 50 articles about how bad it is how bad yeah. it's gonna be how it has no chance of success then roger ebert's reviewer came out and said that's oh, pretty good and then you're like it's amazing. It's the, literally the second coming. And then you're like, yeah. I'm like, I I, hate. I had a little panic moment. I bought my tickets. And then it, AMC does this thing now where it's like, hey, you bought tickets to this movie? What do you bought tickets to this movie too? And then so I bought tickets. And then I saw the poster for the 1980s David Lynch Dune. I was like, did I just buy tickets to see the David Lynch Dune in AMC? And then I was like, nope, it's just trying to get me to buy like, you can't throw up the same title movie on the movie I'm buying, and you're going to confuse me. You confuse me. It's fine. I bought the right ones. Let's do it, folks. Go see Dune. Make my dreams come true. If you don't see Dune, then we don't get to see more Dune, and I'll blame you. Oh, that's beautiful. Look at this. Look at this thing I bought here. Here, let me click over. Did you, is that a book? Is that a Oh, it's a Dune book. The book? Is a book. Oh, oh that's that's the first. So this is the front cover of it, Cody. Look at this. Oh, look at it. Look at these photos. Oh, look at that inside dust cover. Oh, oh everybody, go do yourself a favor. Look at that. Oh, look at it. Oh, yeah. Fear is the mind killer, Cody. Oh yeah. Look at that. Oh, look at that art, Cody. Beautiful. I bought it. I finally bought it. It's sitting over there on the table. Here's the my here's what I'm worried about. My fear is Dune won't be as good as life. My hope is it'll be much better than life. Yeah. But I'm so glad that you like the movie. I'm so glad. I feel very vulnerable, you know. My life is in Denis Villeneuve's hands. What's Your life, movie, you know? Yeah. Oh, I did like the movie. Life was good. If you yeah. want uh, some thrills and some chills, it's a good one. And like you said, it does kind of ride that middle ground where it's not like a hard horror. It's not a hard sci-fi either. It's kind of just, you know, buckling for the ride. I will say, and, uh, I have one more gripe about it. I hate yeah. that they've made it out like, oh, this is the future. You know, like, it is very much like near future where they're like vague about what time period it takes place in and everything's just futuristically made to look enough. Or it's like, yeah. Oh, it's like five, 10 years in the future. And then Jake Gyllenhaal's character is like, I remember when the Challenger exploded. They took us mm-hmm. out of school. And it's like, you can't be like near future and then have somebody that is supposed to be like 30 something be like, I remember the Challenger exploding. Like, right. no. You have undeniably dated the movie now. That's the yeah. wrong thing to do. And it should have been an older person. It should not have been Jake Gyllenhaal's character. It should have been. Yeah. Like, or yeah, like you said, you have old head on board or it should have been like, oh, I remember learning about, you know, or like, yeah, I can't stop thinking about Challenger. You know, every time I want, you know, I don't know, whatever. You're right. It does. It does throw in like a weird date thing. Yeah. Some of the dialogue is very much like we wrote this. I think I like this. I'll just have whoever say it. And then when they say it, you're like, this doesn't, hate is rational. What what are we doing here? Yeah. Still, still enjoyed it. Yeah, for, especially by horror movie standards. 
I think it's good. Yeah. It's up to snuff. Yeah. It's snuff it. You know the horror movie bar is way lower than the normal movie bar. Yeah. So, yeah. But Cody, Cody, they wanted to tell you how much they loved this film or yell at us for once again not watching Lights Out. Like cowards. Oh, you know, we're on social media. <laughs> at Opinion Havers, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You just yell at us. Yell at me. Caps the mash on the caps lock and just shout your opinions into the void. And we'll be there to receive them. You can review and share us on Apple Podcasts or uh, other places. The review us. Review us now. Do it. Do it because we need it to feed us, to feed the ego, and to give us power. Power in Rotten Tomatoes. That's really it. Yeah. That's and then we all. can rectify all the wrongs of Rotten Tomatoes. Every wrong in the world. We can take down Vox. Look, I've seen other Vox things I like. I just, every time I see a headline of their movie reviews, I'm like, you guys don't know what you're doing over here. Here's you're the problem with the Vox. Cool. Vox is like, we're, we're a source that anybody can be a journalist for. A journalist. Where it's like, yeah. oh, do you have a laptop and know how to type more than three words? Congratulations, you're the senior editor of this new section of our website. It's like, stop it, Vox. You're doing it wrong. Yeah. We're out here taking shots at Vox. No one else will. No one else is brave enough. Yeah. But we Thank are. You for... Yeah, we are. Thank you for listening. Until next time, watch movies. And have opinions. Did the hand bother you? The little floppy? It's all floppy. It's like... I mean... I didn't love it. Yeah. I wanted them to smack. I wanted them. To sm- I just want to take that. Was it a prop? Was it digital? Whatever it was, I just want to smack something with it. You know, <laughs> you were taking a little. It's like a like a watermelon at the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs>